have you here tonight. Look at your neighbor and say, it's good to have you, neighbor. And look at your other, what's up? Whoever said that. Look at your other neighbor and say, it's good to have you, neighbor. So about three of you are glad to have your neighbor. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I am Zach Bogus. I'm the youth pastor here at the Palace of Praise. Hi, I'm getting waves. So I'm going to wave back if that's okay, at least in this part. Don't wave while I'm talking because you're going to mess me up, Devin. But anyway, it's good to have you for real here tonight, uh, and I'm honored to be able to, to bring this word to you. I'll just be very pr pretty short. I say very short. Pretty short, I'll call it a snack size message. But before I, before I get into that, uh, I just want to say uh, to all, all teachers, you guys have my much respect, um, very much respect. I know parts and bits of what you go through because of what I do, but you guys are literally with them all the time and your job's so important and so necessary and so vital and I just want to say thank you for all you do um, before I get into this but uh, in a few moments we're going to get to to what I would call the most important part of the night we're going to pray over the students we're going to pray over faculty staff and administration of all who are here and those who aren't here and we're going to pray over schools uh, but before I do that before we do that I just want to get into the word of God for a few moments and before I do that I just want to say you kids going to school I love school, but I don't want to go back. So enjoy it now, and then when you get out of school, don't, don't look back. I remember like waking up that first morning and just wanting my hair to be perfect. I, I, was, I was that kind of guy. I'm just going to be real. Wanted my shoes to be clean. Anybody else feel what I'm... Anybody? Can I get amen? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the few of you. Anyway, let's pray, and we'll get into the word of the Lord here tonight. If you just bow your heads with me, and if you would pray with me as well. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We give you glory, Jesus. We're thankful for all these students and these teachers and these parents who sit here tonight. I pray, Jesus, that you would speak to us through your word, that this would be your word, not mine, that you would anoint me, you would use me, Lord, to deliver this, this, this words you once said tonight. Let your word speak and use me in spite of myself, Lord God. Anoint my words. And take over these few moments in Jesus' name. All our troubles, all our tears, God our hope, he has overcome. All our failure and all our fear, God our love, he has overcome. All our heartache and all our pain, God, our healer, he has overcome. All our burdens and all our shame, God, our freedom, he has overcome. Those are a few lines from the song, Take Heart, by Hillsong United. This week, this, this phrase, Take Heart, has been in my spirit. I've been hearing it, I've been thinking about it, and we're going to go to the word here in just a minute about it, but... That's, that's simply the title of this devotion, whatever you want to call it here tonight, is just simply take heart. Look at your neighbor and say, take heart. Take heart. God our hope, God our love, God our healer, God our freedom, he has overcome. And because he has overcome, because he has overcome, we are his. And because we are his, we can take heart. What does it mean to take heart? To take heart means you can be encouraged. 
You can be lifted up. You can be optimistic. You don't have to be negative. You can be optimistic. Take heart. He has overcome. Jesus said these words to the disciples in John 16, verse 33. We're going to be in this verse the whole night. We're just going to break this verse down very simply for just a few moments. We're going to stay right here. I encourage you to go read, read the words before this and after this. This is what Jesus said to his disciples. John 16, verse 33. This is what it says. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The first thing, we're just going to break this verse down phrase by phrase. Would you just leave that verse up there for me up there in the media? If you would just put John, yeah, thank you. In me, you may have peace. Look at your neighbor and say, have peace. When you study the original language of this text, the word peace is different than the word that we throw around today. There's a different meaning to this word peace in this passage of Scripture when you go and study the Greek. And just to make it simple, the word peace in this context means this. In me you have peace. That means in me you can be sound. In me you can be complete. In me you can be whole. In me you can live well. That's peace on a whole nother level. That's peace on a whole nother level. It's more. It's so much more than just a moment of, si of silence and a moment of quiet. It's so much more than this time of seclusion. It's, it's more than a feeling. This is peace that is meant to remain no matter what is going on. No matter what we're going through in the face of trial, in the face of hardship, in the face of suffering, our faith does not and should not waver. We should have peace. We can have peace. The scripture says you may have peace in me. Notice the words in me. Jesus is speaking of himself only in Christ. Only in Christ may this peace be found. True peace. True fulfillment. To be truly complete. To be truly well. You cannot find this peace that God offers us anywhere else. People can try to offer it to you. The world can try to offer it to you. This is peace on another level. We don't have to turn as children of God. We don't have to turn to things. We don't have to turn to hobbies. We don't have to turn to even people. In Christ, we can have peace. People and things can bring us moments of peace. Right? You can be hanging around people, having a good time, and you can feel this sense of, of peace. Notice I said momentary peace. Momentary peace. Peace that could leave. But God's peace isn't meant to be momentary. It's meant to be lived in. It's meant to be breathed 
It's meant to last a lifetime. Things may and people might fail us. You know, I've, I've been in places where I'm just, I'll just be honest, I'm stressed out and I just want to, to go and get away. Uh, and a lot of times I'll turn to fishing or I'll turn to hunting or I'll try to hang out with friends. But sometimes that doesn't always pan out because sometimes when you go fishing, your boat breaks down. Now I remember being stressed and like, I've got to get away. I've got to get out of here. I, I'm going. I'm going fishing. And then me and a buddy go and the boat breaks down and we, we didn't even get to fish. <laughs> but for 20 minutes and it's just like, man, can I just got, get a moment of peace? Anybody know what I'm talking about? We don't have to rely on things. We don't have to rely on hobbies. We don't even have to rely on people. We can rely on Jesus for our peace. And that is where true, genuine peace is found. God's peace is not momentary. And God's peace never fails. Notice in that verse. Yeah, thank you. It says, may. You may have peace. It's there for a reason. That means peace is optional. Peace is optional. Notice the next words. In this world, you will have tribulation. You can put in place of the word tribulation. You will have trials. You will suffer. You will have struggles. You will have hardships. You may have peace, you will have trials. Peace is optional. Trials are not. Trials are going to come. Peace is optional. When those trials come, you can have peace. It's an option. We as children of God aren't promised a life of blitz. A bliss. Blitz. I don't even know what that means. You're not promised a life of bliss. It's not all rainbows and lilies. It's just not. We as children of God are going to have to endure hardships. But what does the next few words say? But what? But take heart. But be encouraged. Be optimistic. Be of good cheer. Be full of joy. Be lifted up. Be filled with hope. When we go through trials, when we go through struggles, and we will, that doesn't mean our joy has to leave. That doesn't mean our optimism has to leave. It doesn't mean our hope has to leave. Jesus says, take heart. James 1, verses 2 through 4 says this. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James says, count it all joy when you're going through things. God is perfecting you. First Peter, verse 6 through 9, says similar things. It says, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, 
may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you do not see him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. That means trials aren't meant to destroy you. They're meant to make your faith more genuine. Let's keep going. I told you it wouldn't be long, and I'm going to hold to that promise. Why can we take heart? Jesus says, but take heart. But take heart. Why? Why can we take heart? Jesus says, I have overcame the world. I have overcame the world. Jesus came, and he did what was prophesied about thousands of years in advance, It was told that it was going to happen hundreds of times. Jesus came and he stomped on the head of the snake, which is the devil, the evil one. Just like Genesis 3.15 said he would. Jesus came, he stomped on the head of the snake. Jesus came, he conquered death, he conquered hell, and he conquered the grave. Jesus overcame the world so that we who are in Christ Jesus... We who have faith in Jesus can share in the same victory that Jesus won. In and through him, we can do the same. We can overcome the world. That's the good news. That's the best news. I said the words take heart have been in my uh, spirit for a couple days, but there's... There's been some words that that I don't like to throw around loosely in my heart as well. And those words are this. You can. You can. Let me explain what I mean. Because of what he did, we can. Because of what he did, we can. Because Because of what he did, you can. Let me explain myself a little bit. You can persevere. Because of what he did, you don't have to leave the faith. Because of what he did, you can persevere. Because of what he did, you can send your son and daughter to school without fear and anxiety. Because of what he did, your son and daughter who knows Jesus does not have to fall into temptation They can remain abstinent. They can stay away from drugs and alcohol. They can. They can. They don't have to fall into the same sins that other people do or the ones that you did when you were their age. That does not have to be their story. Because of what Jesus did, they can. Students, because of what Jesus did, you can. Jesus overcame the world, and because he overcame the world, you too can overcome the world. You can keep the faith. You can have the right friends. You can. I'm not a parent. Not yet. One day, so stop bugging me about it. I love you, but quit. (sighs) Glad my wife's not here right now. She had to work. That's why she's not here. But I can imagine... Sending your kid to school and the the thoughts, 
Jesus says, have peace. Have peace. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in anxiety. You don't have to fight that all the days of your life. Have peace. Have peace. Because of what he did, almost done, we can. Because of what Jesus did, because Jesus overcame the world, we can see our schools that are so infested with darkness, we can see the light drive out the darkness because he overcame the world. And that spirit that lived in Jesus, that enabled him to do what he did, that same spirit lives in us. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that spirit lives in us. And because that spirit lives in us, and because where light is, darkness must, darkness must flee, we can. We can. Students, you can. Our schools can be changed and transformed by the power of the gospel of Jesus. Because of God, we can. And people, you can sit here and you can doubt. You can think there's no way that's going to happen. I know how dark schools are. I go into schools. I, I feel the darkness. I feel the darkness. But if there is one full of the light and the hope of Jesus, there is still hope. We can. So stop believing we can't because we can. We can. If you don't believe it, watch God prove you wrong. In closing, all our troubles, tears, failure, fear, heartache, pain, burden, and shame, Jesus overcame it all. Jesus overcame it all. I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, you will have trouble, you will have trial, but take heart. Take heart. Take heart. I have overcome the world. I just feel like I need to bring something full of hope to you. Have hope. Take heart. Be encouraged. Be lifted up here tonight in Jesus' name. I just want to pray over you. And after I pray over you, Josh is going to come and, and, and he's going to instruct you. But, but can I just pray over you? Is that cool? If it's not cool, you have to get over it. Let's pray in Jesus' name. God, I pray if there are people in here in this place that are just living in these, this state of just anxiety, fear, shame, I speak to them that you would reach down in your love and you'd let them know that this is for them, that you are for them. And because you overcame the world, they can too. I pray they would come to know you, Jesus. I pray those who know you, God, would be filled with peace here tonight. People who are struggling, fighting, suffering. Let them be filled with hope. Give them love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I also want to pray this passage over these people here tonight. For number six. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and may he be gracious to you may the lord turn his face towards you and give you peace name the name of jesus amen
Amen. Give Pastor Zach a hand clap. What an awesome job. Awesome word, fitting word tonight. As I said, so good to see everyone here. If you don't know me, if you're a visitor, my name is Josh Reasons, and uh, I've been asked to come up and just pray over some of the uh, administrators, teachers, and staff, and that's what I'm going to be doing. But before I do that, we want to just do something within this local community, within Poplar Bluff, this local district, and I'm sure this is, uh, pertains to all the other districts as well that are represented here tonight. We just want to mention a couple people that uh, very important em employees of the district that died Bobby Stain and Lawrence Hillis, a couple of bus drivers that were brought to our attention. You know, I think uh, sometimes it's good to just take pause and remember those that served in these different communities and these different schools. And, and from what we understand, both of these gentlemen were Christians. And so, uh, you know, you can be a Christian and, and work in the school district and make an impact. Amen. You can be an employee of the school district and still make an impact for the kingdom of God. And it's my understanding that those two gentlemen did, so we wanted to recognize them. But tonight, I, uh, I just made some notes here. It might seem kind of awkward to come up and pray, but these are things I just felt like the Lord laid on my heart that I want to uh, remember to pray about. I want to be very specific and kind of call these things out. So tonight, I'm going to be praying before Pastor Mike comes. I'm going to be praying over the school board. I'm going to be praying over our superintendents and principals and also the teachers and the staff. So I'm going to invite everybody here, all the adults, all the students, would you just bow your head for just a few moments and we're going to join in prayer and, and take these people before the Lord tonight. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I pray specifically for the school boards, not just of Popper Bluff, but of all the school districts in the, in the surrounding communities. God, they have a tough job. Lord, the school's performance is accountable to them. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that these individuals that make up the school board, God, that they would reflect godly values, that they would reflect godly values within the communities that they serve. Lord, I pray that you would help them in their positions, in their uh, elected positions, God, as they go through and they monitor the performance and the budgets and the plans. Lord, we know that is a huge endeavor, a huge job. And that's a volunteer position for many of these, Lord. We just pray that you would bless them for that, God. Give them wisdom. Lord, help them to lead with integrity. God, that they would be able to listen to the good ideas and the good plans that come and discern, God, uh, the will of the Lord in these situations and to accept those things and come up with those good plans, Lord, but also to have the courage to shun the bad ideas. Lord, we pray that... Uh, they would engage the communities that they're involved in, Lord, that they would get the communities excited, that they would keep them excited about the things going on in their particular school districts, God, that their school would be a good reflection of what's going on in those communities. Lord, we pray that for these individuals that the students would be priority number one, that the students would be priority number one within each of these districts and on the hearts and minds of these school board members. Lord, we also pray tonight for the superintendents and even the principals, that administrative staff, God. We know they have a difficult job. Lord, we pray, Lord, that uh, these are the people that face the school districts and they carry a lot of the day-to-day -day burden of implementing the plans and the agendas of the community and of the school. God, we pray a special grace on them right now. Lord, we pray, Lord, that they would just use wisdom and knowledge and creativity and enthusiasm as they just deal with the situations that come their way. We speak blessing upon them. God, help them. 
as they connect with the teachers and the students to demonstrate godly leadership in everything that they do, that they would be a true reflection of you, Jesus. Father, we also pray for the teachers and the staff. Lord, these are the ones that in many cases, they're the ones that have direct contact with the students. And Father, we pray that their lives, that their actions, that their attitudes, that their, uh, how they carry themselves, Lord, it speaks volumes to the students. And again, Lord, we pray that they would live godly, holy lives before these students. God, we pray that you would bless them with creativity and patience, Lord, as they instruct the upcoming generation. Father, we also pray that the students themselves would honor the teachers and the, the staff, Lord, and the administrators and the principals. We pray that the students would give due honor and reverence and respect to them, Lord. God, and finally, I pray tonight that any and every plan that the enemy has for these school districts would be broken in the name of Jesus. God, we rebuke the demonic unfolding of any kind of demonic plan coming against these teachers, against the staff, against the students, against the administrators, the superintendents, the principals, the school board members, Lord, and everyone else. We just rebuke that in the name of Jesus. May it be broken. And Father, we just speak blessing into each and every one of these districts that are represented here tonight. Lord, maybe there's some that come here, Lord, that, that aren't being represented, but all those within this local area, God, we speak blessing and not a curse over these schools in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you agree, say amen. At this time, we're going to take some time to pray over our students as they get ready to enter back into the school year. Um, we're gonna, we made a slide that we're going to put on the back screen real quick. To our knowledge, this is every school that is, has some representation of our church. And over at the far side, I just want to point out, you're going to see some colleges as we've had a bunch of kids just transition off to school. And I know I've missed a few, and I do apologize for that. But even though they're gone, we need to be praying for those students. Amen? So we, that's why we put them up there tonight. We want you all to visualize that. Even if you can, take a picture right now with your phone. Make sure that. Take a moment and pray for those uh, schools this year. If you're on Facebook, you're going to see that uh, we've put out a prayer calendar, something our palace kids are doing this year. We're going to take a day where we're praying for each school. And we want to continue. Not, let's, not just tonight, guys. But let's make sure we're praying over our schools every day this year. Can I get an amen? Um, I want to do this kind of a different way today. And, and uh, musicians, if you guys want to come over, go ahead and play if they can, or if we can put some music on, whatever we want to do. But what I want to ask is, I really liked how Pastor Zach did this last year, and we're going to kind of continue in that theme. If you are a uh, work at the school district in any way of any school, a teacher, administrator, school board, you're a bus driver, you're, you work a custodian, work in the... Uh, food line, whatever it is. Can you guys come up here right now at this time? If there's any of those here, could you come and join us, please? Could you guys just come along right up here at the very front and then just face back out, please? And also, I know we're having uh, a lot of open houses tonight, and if that family member is not here, and if you want to stand in and represent that family member tonight, that would be fine also. And what I want to ask now is if every student, if you're in pre-K, kindergarten, early childhood, uh, middle school, junior high, high school, getting ready to go off to college in the next few days, if you guys would, would you come stand in front of these adults facing these adults?
I know some of the kids might be scared to come up here by themselves. Tell them not to worry. Parents, you're getting ready to join them. Guys, you can come on around this way. Just kind of scoot over a little bit if you could, please. And now what I want to ask is, I don't know about you all, but I believe that we are a part of a praying, believing faith church. Would, could I get an amen on that? And if you believe in the power of prayer, if you are a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, best friend, second cousin, or just you believe in prayer, would you come and would you rather gather behind these students right now? You know, in a few seconds, I know I'll be leading this prayer, but, and I, I know we all want every child represented here, every teenager, every young adult to have a great, great year. I want every child in here, every teenager to make great grades this coming year. I want all of them to have incredible moments and memories. But the one thing that I want more than anything as a, as a father and as a kid's pastor is I want to hear these kids call out on the name of Jesus. It's one thing for us to pray over them, but I want some Bible-believing, God-fearing kids as they walk through these schools that are represented on this wall to be able to proclaim the name of Jesus without fear. So right now, as I get ready to start in this prayer, I think we have a couple hundred here. I think it says in the Bible, if one or two gather in my name, what could happen? We've got a couple hundred here. What could happen this year in this school year? And I want God to use this church, this body, to shake the foundation of where we're at. And let's turn this around for Jesus. Right now, let's all pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much, Lord. You are such a great God. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us, God. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace, Lord. Lord, we're thankful 2,000 years ago, Father God, all that you did for us, sitting your son Jesus across to die for us, God. Lord, right now we come to you, God, as we get ready to enter into the school year, God. We have so many kids, so many districts, schools, and colleges represented, Father God. But Lord, we ask you would just start pouring out your hand of protection, of blessing, of love, of mercy, of grace, Father God, right now on every child, on every family represented, Lord. Lord, right now, Father God, that you would touch each and every one of them as they go through their schools this year, Father God, that they be a light, Father God, to the darkness, Father God. Lord, that they be a light that could change something, God a light that could just set apart everything, Father God, that, they, that there could be a difference made, Father. We thank you for it, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing, Father. Lord, we ask you would touch Puxico, Greenville, Williamsville, Van Buren, Dexter, Twin Rivers, Westwood Baptist, First Baptist School, Father. Lord, we're asking for Neelyville, Naylor, Donovan, Piggott, Corning, Sacred Heart, East Carter, and Hillview. For the Popper Bluff schools, every one of them, Three Rivers College, Mineral Area, College of the Ozarks, Missouri University, SEMO, Missouri State, and Arkansas State, Father God. Lord, we're asking for blessings, for supernatural blessings, uncommon blessings, Father God, to be poured out on this body, Father God, for your hand of protection, Father God. Lord, we thank you so much, Lord. We thank you for all that you do for us, Jesus. And Lord, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And everybody said, Amen. We are so thankful that you came out tonight for this back-to-school prayer service. If I could just give a few moments of direction, guys. Real quickly, if you have rode the bus tonight, if you guys could make your way back to those double doors, the drivers are going to meet you guys there. If you all could just bear with us for a second.
That would be so awesome for us. Thank you guys so much. They're starting to make that way. I just feel it's right. I'm going to pray one more time as a dismissal. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for everything. Lord, we ask you just bless this time, Lord. Bless all everybody that's been represented, Father God. And we just thank you for it. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Thank you so much for coming to our back-to-school prayer service tonight.